Hey everybody, it's Terrell Cummings, and this is Season 2, Episode 16 of the Always Relevant Podcast. And today, Dana and I are excited to be back. We're sorry we were gone for an additional week, but we're back and we're getting back on a regular schedule. So today, as always, we're going to have How Are You and How Are You Really? We're going to mix it up with Lee. He's going to have a good drink for us. We're going to have a new bonus segment as far as restaurants of the week. We're going to talk about casino etiquette, the good and the bad and the ugly of it. Uh, we're going to discuss the NFL division playoff round. We're going to discuss the Bengals going to the AFC Championship, who day. And then we're going to talk about our NFL playoff picks. We're going to have a quick Cavs segment because Dane can't cheer for the Browns anymore. And then we have, our, as always, our rapid fire topics. Get real with Dane and mess with your money with Rel. So like I said, we're glad we're back. We hope you are too. And um, here we go. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, we are finally back. It's season two, episode 16 of the Always Relevant Podcast. Got myself and Dane DeMeo, as always. Dane, what's going on, dude? Man, nothing much, man. Good to be back here. Big football weekend. We got some other stuff to talk about. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I know everybody kind of expected us back last week. Unfortunately, we had to take another another week off, so we apologize for that. But it's okay. We're trying not to make that a regular thing, but we're trying to get back into the flow in 2022. But, you know, there's always some curveballs thrown our way. So it's all good. Stick with us, hang with us while we get back in the flow, and we appreciate it. So until then, we're going to start with our normal segment, How Are You and How Are You Really? So I guess I'll start with myself. How am I? No, doing all right. Hanging out, having good times, as always. Um, how am I really? There's been a lot of stuff going on. First of all, I'm excited. Because the Bengals won again. Well, as I say, they won in the wild card round. They won in the divisional round. They're going to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. So I'm super excited about that. Super, I'm a little bit uh, tired because at the end of last week, the kids, two of them had a stomach bug. Uh, so I had to deal with that. Pukey kids, never fun. And then I have an a older kid, Caden. He's sick with it. He got sick with it last night. So dealing with that in between everything but this weekend he got to play uh basketball so he did really well there and uh, he played uh football in his first flag football game of the off season so uh they were playing a bunch of second graders which his team is kindergarten through second grade mostly th- mostly kindergartners and first graders so you know they kind of caught a little little butt whooping but he did pretty well uh had some good plays had an interception on defense about housed it so pretty excited to see that he's He's definitely one of the athletic ones out there, and he's going to be coming to a field a field near you for sure. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's how I am so far this weekend. Dane, how are you? How are you really? Young and bowling. I like it. That's right. Starting early, man. Let's play yeah. every sport, too. I love it. Yeah. Scoop, score, take it to the house, do whatever. That's right. You don't hey, hey, the, hey, the pick was nice, too. He stepped in front of it, ball stone deep, stepped in front of it, caught it full speed. I thought he was going to take it to the house. Kick caught his flag last second. It was awesome. <laughs> nice yeah so oh my i'm good man i'm over the browns you know I, I should not have expectations for the browns ever i don't know why i did this year but you know it is right. it is so i'm over it I, i'm not going to congratulate you because the Bengals are just just not i mean do it. you can you can go and hop on the bandwagon i see the bandwagon form all the all the information is there for you to fill out send it on you can jump right on We'll take, all, we'll take all the fans that want to jump on. So it's from Cleveland because you all had the high expectations this year. And the Bengals' expectations were a little bit lower. You won the fire Zach Taylor last year. And they're in the AFC Championship. Got a division championship in the AFC Championship. Where are the Brownies? No, no. I, you know, I'm not going to let you ruin my day. So how am I really? I'm good, man, because I'm not – who cares about football anyway? It's a <laughs> basketball team right now. We'll talk a little bit about that. You know, uh, Guardians, you know, we got some spring training coming up here for that. We got Columbus Crew started back up. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets are who I thought they were. I said that before the end of our first half of the season. So I didn't think it would sustain, and it hasn't, losing to Ottawa. But I didn't expect nothing from them. So I'm uh, not too worried about that good young team. But, yeah, overall, good, good. And uh, we'll get into some stuff here in a minute about my uh, night last night and our overall talk about you know what yeah no that sounds good sounds good look forward to that uh also want to put us on your radar i know you're loving it or you're looking forward to it nascar season's coming up in a month daytona 500 i believe it's like february 24th it's coming 
They're saying Dane, everybody, Dane is a NASCAR fan, loves it, loves watching cars turn left, and uh, he appreciates the, sports, <laughs> the sport of NASCAR. Plus, Dale Jr. got into the Hall of Fame this past week as well. So, you know, I thought I'd throw it out there for you because I know you appreciate it. It's a sport that starts with its Super Bowl as the first game. It's just, if you, I, I can't even call it a sport, but. <laughs> All well, right. bringing you NASCAR info throughout the year. So he, he, he looks like he's already hyped for it. The fact he's already talking about it's insane. That's right. This year I can think about it. I can talk about it because I'm not concentrating on school. There's no more schools on Sundays. So guess what? I'm back watching NASCAR. It's going to be great. I'll bring in Lee for it. We're going to get Dane on the bandwagon. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of Lee, we're going to go ahead. Lee did send a drink for the mix up with Lee segment. Uh, this drink is called a stone fence. So he said he was supposed to send a video. He still might send a video. And if so, we'll post it up on our social media. But uh, 1.5 ounces of whiskey or cognac, uh, 0.5 ounces of Averna or Amaro Nonina or Nonino. I think how you pronounce that. Uh, 0.25 ounces of honey, 0.25 ounces of lemon juice, uh, four ounces of hot apple cider. Garnish it with a lemon slice and a cinnamon stick. So sounds good. I would definitely try it out. You know, I got some beverages back here, uh, but I don't have well, I don't have anything that's needed on that list to make this drink. So I need to be more prepared and um, get things going. So maybe one day I'll make it live. If not, hopefully Lee will have the the video the uh, shows how the professionals make the drinks because he yeah, is our mixologist. Uh, you said what? Not only can I not make his drinks, I can't even pronounce them now. So, I mean, it's getting a little high. Get a little hot. Yeah, hey, drinks. We've come a long way. A little more time. Light days. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're high society now. I should <laughs> spend a little more time practicing those uh, those ingredients. So I, uh, so I knew how to actually pronounce them. But it's all right. We made it through and, it, and it's all good. So, yeah, um, I know in our last episode, we were talking about for our New Year's resolutions, we're going to try to work out. We're going to do anything crazy like that. But what you wanted to do was go to different restaurants and eat. So we thought we'd bring up a new segment. Don't know what we're going to call it yet. So right now it's called Restaurants of the Week. So since our last episode, out of the different restaurants or fast food places you had, where's the best place that you went and what'd you have? All right. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead and go first. All right. So this week I went to Emerald Steakhouse in the Wind Creek Casino and Resort. Uh, Emerald Steakhouse, you know, that's obviously a chain. Everybody knows Emerald. Uh, hey, it was excellent, right? Uh, both me and Jackie both got fillets, got some scallops on the side. She had some crab soup, uh, soup to start. I had their... Uh, Onion, French onion to start, you know, and then we finished up with a pumpkin cream boulet. It was on point. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely uh, not the nicest restaurant on your wallet, but if you're going for quality, it is definitely <laughs> top of the line. The service was top of the line. Uh, our server was awesome. Uh, yeah, I even tipped him 50 bucks, you know, so you, you did an awesome job. I mean, so. Uh, I have nothing but good thing, things to say. My medium rare fillet, fillet was medium rare. It was, it was, it was plus. Uh, I recommend the place highly if you're in town. It's in Bethlehem, PA, Wind Creek Casino Resort, Emerald Steakhouse. And you know how hard I am on food restaurants. If you've listened to this in the past, that place does it right. What yeah. about you? That's good. I didn't go to any, any places fancy like that. I mean, most times Lane and I, we just went to a place called Buffalo Joe's. But a place I did think about uh, that we did go to, we haven't gone to in a while, it's called the Friendly Stop. So it's like a little kind of hole-in-the-wall uh, bar that's in Glendale, Cincinnati. Um, so uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, north side in Glendale. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it looks like a house from the outside, honestly. But we went there. Uh, got great food. You know, I had different options on the menu. This uh, this time I got the, the chicken Philly, um, the chicken Philly sandwich with the uh, crinkle fries. You got to get the crinkle fries. They're solid. Cider ranch for me. Um, Lynn and I, we split an appetizer of their mozzarella sticks, which were not overcooked. They were good. They were solid. The marinara sauce was good. No complaints there. And um, I think Elena had the grilled turkey and cheese uh, sandwich with crinkle fries. So can't go wrong with it. The food was solid. Um, like I said, we didn't do anything crazy or special going out to eat or anything like that. Uh, if it was anything, it was either we were cooking or it was fast food. So 
that was probably the best place we went. We hadn't been there in a long time. So I definitely recommend it though. If you're ever in the, the Tri-County area in Cincinnati, like north side of Cincinnati, check that out. It's in Glendale. It's called The Friendly Stop. Great place. I definitely recommend it for sure. So Nice. So we, 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 we will see if I, I'll see if I go to a, a class here, a joint here in the upcoming weeks. I know for sure we will be going someplace, celebrate my graduation. We just couldn't get on the on the reservation list till like the beginning of March. So <laughs> we're going to one of the Jack Ruby's restaurants. So that'll be good. I look forward to that. So, all right. So we're going to move over into our next segment. It's a new segment. Um, I think we're just talking about casino etiquette. Dane, you're talking about you went to the casino last night or this past weekend. What's going on? What are you thinking? Yeah, this one's been bugging me for a while because, you know, I like to, you know, check out the casinos on the regular. You know, it's been a while since I've been to Vegas, but now they're all over the place. That's one of the reasons I haven't been to Vegas for a while because they're all over the place. I got one 10 minutes away from me. Actually, several now close. There's three or four in Philly now. Uh, They're all over the place. I don't even have to go to Atlantic City any longer. Won't be long before New York's got them. Even Yonkers has ta- uh, doesn't have the table games yet, but they got the slots even in New York, yep. right? Uh, so it got me thinking last night because we we're out playing. It was Jackie's birthday, so you know we we're just throwing around playing around the slots because that's what she likes to do. She had to go into the high limit slot room for a little bit, which is never good. So <laughs> <laughs> quick story: she put the money in and she pulled the lever twice, right? And she said, "That's it." I said, yeah, we're in the high limit room. That's it. That's <laughs> you put it. Yep. in, that stuff's going quick. I said, you wouldn't want to go play somewhere else. So, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but, for uh, sure. Yeah, she had to go in there with, you know, I mean, we had, you know, she had a couple of red wines for her birthday. So she had to, she had to ball out a little bit on the machines. But, uh, <laughs> so, but it got me wondering because we were there for a while and, you know, football was on and, you know, it got me thinking about all the people acting a fool, right? I was actually just having a good time. I wasn't focused on the games. You know, we're just playing slots. And I noticed a lot of things I don't know notice when I'm right. toned in on the games. You know what I mean? So we have a list of stuff that people need to know, right, before you go to a casino. I want you to pay attention to this. And Rel's going to help me with this because me and him have been to Vegas and stuff like this. <laughs> so he knows what I'm talking about here, For right? Sure. For sure. Number one. Do not be that drunk fool bumping into everybody, spilling drinks, puking on the bar table, puking on the carpet, puking on the games, falling over in the bathroom, getting carried out, making a giant scene with security, making them carry you out. Don't act a fool. It never fails. Somebody's got to be acting a fool, falling down, being ridiculous, right? Always. Well, what do you think? One person. Is that a good number one rule or what? I think it's a great, it's a great number one rule because there's always that one person. Doesn't matter what casino you're in, there's always that one person that just they can't handle their alcohol or they don't know how to act, don't know how to behave, or they have no sense at all. So it's it's not hard to be in there, be respectful of the establishment, and just have a good time. But you know, someone always has to go over that line. Yeah, and if that person's in your group, get them out of there, put them in the car lock the door, take their key, get rid of them, right? Yep, Put them in the room if you got a room. Don't be acting a fool. We want everybody to have a good time. Get your buzz on. Have fun. That's what the casino's there for, yep. all right? But don't be an idiot, right? Agreed. One that bothers me, don't steal the napkins and the matches and the straws, right? <laughs> it's not Arby's, right, where you're stealing all the sauces and stuff, like – do not do that because now people sitting at the bar. Now you can't get a napkin. Now you can't get matches for a cigar, right? All of a sudden, everything's gone because people yep. literally steal the matches, the straws, and the, you know, and all the stuff. They're trying to get their souvenirs, right? I don't know what they're doing because now you know the matches are—they're not even labeled any longer. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. That's that true. Thing on there, you know. Now they want you to go buy a real souvenir. So. You know, bring a lighter to the casino, please. Like, you shouldn't be using matches anyway. Bring a lighter, right? And if you need matches, don't take the whole jar of matches, right? Don't ask for a cup of olives. I won't elaborate. Don't ask for a cup of olives. (laughs) Right? That's crazy. Do not ask the bartender for a cup of olives, right? You are taking away from people trying to get a drink because you want a cup of olives, all right? 
and we won't even get into all that, right? Don't sit at the machines if you're not playing them. People want to play. It's busy. Yep. Right? The casino by me, I think, is the busiest in the uh, in Pennsylvania. Okay. Do not sit at machines if you're not playing them. You know, I'm sitting there and there's this person sitting at the machine and he's like lounging. So he's actually taking up two, you know, just hanging out. And I'm trying to play Wheel of Fortune. Like, get up, right? I want to play the games with the spinny wheel at the top. Get up if you're not playing <laughs> and get out, right? Quit taking up space. Um, and this one for all you slot players out there that are that hardcore, do not pee your pants because the machine's hitting. Get your ass up. Go to the bathroom, right? There's nothing worth peeing your pants for for an extra $10 on your next spin. So true. Cash it out, take your car, take it with you. And one of the reasons that we'll get into why you don't act a fool when you're actually hitting is because then people are sitting around waiting for your butt to get up off the seat and go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> don't act a fool, right? Do not pee your pants. It is not worth it for another 30 bucks. Okay. Have you witnessed yeah, someone peeing no. their pants? Have you actually witnessed someone peeing their pants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll see them get up and the seat will be like wet. It's nasty. Nasty. I, see, I, now, I, if I ever sit down on a slot machine, I'm always have to be looking down just to make sure because of this yeah, story. People will put some feces on there too, man. You got to watch out. Casinos are nasty places, man. You got to be casinos in Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's scary. They got the cleaning people everywhere, but you never know when the next person's going to take a poo in a seat. You know, they can't keep up with all of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, you just got to get out the way. So, uh, right? Uh, the other ones, don't play table games unless you know what you're doing. How many times does that person sit down and ruin good hands because they're doing stupid stuff because they don't know what's going on, right? They don't know how to play. Oh, hit me and all this stuff. Get out. Go. Go, go play with your buddies back in the ball in the, in your basement with your natty light. Get out of the casino. Out. You're not drinking natties in the casino? No, I said go home to the basement, your boy's basement, and play cards <laughs> with him and drink some natties, right? Until you figure out how to actually play. Makes sense. Get off the table. You don't know what you're doing. You're just ruining everybody's good time. Am I not right? You know that, right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm with it, man. I'm with it for sure. Yeah. That's why I don't play too many table games. I'm not trying to be that guy. Yeah, and then you got people bitching out loud because they're losing, throwing stuff. Out of the, shut the hell up. Everybody's losing. It's that's a right. No, that's what happens. Nobody wants to hear you bitching because you lost. Because I'm losing. <laughs> shut up, right? Agreed. Don't make hey, I take my money to the casino if I, I expect to lose it. If I win, it's a bonus. But until then, I feel like I'm just making a donation. That's what yeah. it is. Then you got people, you know, sitting there lounging like this, hanging out on both hands on both seats and stuff like that, yelling and screaming and making a scene. Shut up. You know, you're only ruining everybody's good time. Then on the flip side, don't act the fool if you win. Don't jump around. Ah! You know what I mean? Because everybody's losing around you. It makes them feel even worse. Shut up. Sit down. Take your money. Because two things are going to happen, Right. Uh, you're gonna get robbed going out in the parking lot once you get out of there anyway. That's one thing. And, right. and then right. two, right? There's no need to do that. There's no reason to act a fool. Have a good time. Jackie hit a thousand dollar slot last night. Nope. Grab that thousand bucks, shove it in my pocket. You know what I mean? Grab that thousand dollar ticket, put it in my pocket. You know, nice job, give her a little kiss. Don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. It's a thousand bucks. Right. Come on. So you know, that's on the flip side. Um, you know, don't be an ass to the workers. I don't know how many times you go to a casino and people think because they're in a casino, they own the place. They sit there and they act like they're in their living room and that they own it and they should get special treatment because they spent 50 bucks in a machine. Right. Knock it off. Be snapping your fingers at people. That's why I could never work at a casino. Someone would snap their fingers at me and just be like, bam. Yeah, be over quickly. I'll ask you again, what did you want? Right? <laughs> oh, I'd see people snapping their fingers and saying all this stuff. Yo, know, treat the workers with respect, right? Am I correct? Agreed. Agreed. People go in there and act like they own the place crazy. And then, you know, getting into the people, uh, that uh, aren't doing so well, 
Don't rummage through the garbage cans for slips with 10 cents on, five cents on. Don't go to somebody else's machine and cash out their 10 cents, right? Show a little <laughs> dignity. I almost got knocked over one time getting up because I left 10 cents in the thing. The guy jumped down so quick, he almost hit me. He cashed out my 10 cents out of the machine, right? Yeah, and it's illegal. Do we have a number for Gamblers Anonymous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need help there, for We real. should have that. We should get that number on there. But, yeah, because it's a real deal. I know we're making – we're laughing about this and stuff, but there are people with problems, like Terrell said. No, but, Terrell. uh, hey. So if, if, if you find yourself looking through the trash can for slips, right, or you find yourself knocking over another uh, guest trying to get to their 10-cent slip, Walk you probably away. have a problem, right? Boy, agreed. Right. So, oh, and this one right now, leaning over people, coughing on them, smoking a cigarette, trying to throw some dice and stuff, knock it off. Space, we're in the middle of a pandemic, even before the I mean, you shouldn't be leaning on somebody, coughing all over them, smoking a cigarette all in their face and everything like that, right? You ever had that happen to you? I try to keep that to a minimum. That happens, I'm trying to move quickly. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> keep, keep your distance, right? Don't be laying all over people, right? Uh, you know, there's so much. <laughs> and then this one, right? Because this always happens. This one's particularly bad in Vegas. You know, not Ray Rice bad, but this type of stuff that goes on all the time. Right. Got people doing what we'll call inappropriate actions in elevators, parking garages, bathrooms. Show some dignity. Go use the room or wait till you get home to your room. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Yeah. No one wants to see or hear any of that. Yeah. For some reason, people think they're in a casino and they think they can just live like wild animals out there on the floor. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so dignity, right? Come on. What are we doing here? Everybody's what, trying to be wild, are, I guess. Everybody's trying to be wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Um, don't argue with the piss, uh, with the pit boss or the staff, and don't flick off the sky camera. All of them will get you escorted directly out of the building. And not just, gently either. Not gently at all. Not gently at all. Also, you will be banned for an extended period of time. True. That believe it or not, casinos actually accept letters of you basically begging to get back into the casino if you were caught acting a fool. And then you can get banned for life and your picture will be up. It's awesome. So <laughs> be that guy. Right? You don't want to be that person for sure. Don't, be that guy. don't cheat because you will get caught. Modern technology is a thing. This isn't the days of casino with Robert De Niro walking around. Yeah, no. right? They got security everywhere. They got cameras anywhere. Don't come in there and think you're going to beat the machine, right? Don't come in there and try to cheat on the cards. You're gonna Agreed. get caught. Agreed. Right? You will get caught for sure. And then get, hey, you'll get you'll get caught. You will get escorted out, not gently, and then you'll get banned, probably for life. And it's also illegal. You could be prosecuted or you could go to jail. So, yeah. so you know. remember those things. And then this one goes for everywhere, right? Don't talk a lot about how awesome you are. You know how people talk so loud so everybody can hear. It's worse than a casino. It happens everywhere, but it's worse than a casino. Oh, I got this. I got this. Shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody gives a damn. Nobody's listening. Agreed. Shut For up. Sure. Right? Like you're I'm irritating you. people. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it either. Shut up. Right? So that's a bit, you know, that's the, that goes for everywhere. But for some reason, it's extra bad at a uh, casino. Like I said, there's this mentality people go in there because they spend 10 bucks on a slot machine and think they own the place. So, and then, <laughs> this one's very important. I want everybody to listen very carefully to this one. Take a shower. Please. Take a shower before you come in. Hey, well, some people are there. They're there for like 24 hours plus. Oh, man. And bring some deodorant or, you know, yeah, hey, go, go back upstairs. Go back upstairs to your room. Take a break. Take a shower. Yeah. Come back down. It's all good. Yeah. Don't be stinking up the place. You ever walk by the poker room in one of these places? It's yeah, you don't, you don't want to do that. that that's, that's commitment. Hey, these poker rooms smell like a locker room that hasn't been cleaned in like two weeks after a game. Like, it's gross. That's like, they have, they have extra filtration out there in the air, like sucking it all up. <laughs> you think that air, that, I know they pump the oxygen in so you can, keeps you alive and breathing. The lights right. are on. There's no clocks or anything because they want you to keep going. And then you got people stanking like they just played a basketball game. 
right? And then you got people stanking before they even come in. You know what? You want to come in with your pajamas on? Cool. All right. But don't be stanking. Get a shower before you come in. Get a shower before you go to the restaurant. I'm sitting here in a top-of-the-line steakhouse. I'm sitting next to people who look like they crawled out of a hunting tree, right? <laughs> Smelling like fox piss. Like, come on. There's other people. Be cognizant of other people. Whatever happened to worrying about other people's thoughts and feelings, right? Don't I'm be. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure I've walked to a casino wearing like sweatpants and a shirt before. But that was weird. Yeah, that's Vegas. good, but you didn't but... smell like you just came yeah, out. Right. I was, I was definitely clean at that point. Not one horse do all day, right? <laughs> come on, man. And if you're sitting somewhere for a long time, you know what? We should come up with a rule like. If you are in the casino for this long, you are obligated to get a shower. You know what they need to put in casinos? Here's my idea. You ever been to a pilot flying J or AAA where they have the showers for truckers? Showers for the truckers that come through? They should put them right in the freaking poker room. They should put pay for showers right in the poker room, right? I will be back in a minute. Go wash your stank ass right there over there in the, in the, in the showers right next to the poker room, like Pilot Flying J, right? I don't care. You can have credits. Maybe if you gamble enough, you earn free showers like you do for AAA. Get a little card for some free showers every 12 like hours. It. That's right? a good idea. Hey, and, and there should be a little button there, a little beeper. Once you hit 12 hours with your butt in that seat, they force you to go into one of those showers. Before right, it's like you, have, it's like you have on, you have on your wrist or something. It like shuts down your availability. Yeah. You have yeah, to you're no longer allowed to play. The, bu the buzzer goes off. The pit boss says to the showers. And you go to the shower. You're obligated to be in there for five minutes, right? After that five minutes is up, you can get your ass back to the seat and play. Uh, I like it. That's a great idea. I think we should do that. We should – you know what? I shouldn't have even told everybody that. Someone's going to steal our idea before we 100%. get it. 100%. Yeah. Not, you don't, that way you don't have to pay for a hotel room, right? You're not, there's no excuse to be a cheap ass, right? Take your ass to the $2 shower, five minutes. We'll even supply the soap because you're over there obviously going nuts for 12 hours spending money. So we're going to let you come back in. Right. And the craziest thing about the, the poker rooms, most casinos don't make money off the poker rooms, right? True. So, it's just a stank ass locker room area that needs to go. But if you got to, if you, to get the stank out, you can't just because then you know if then people actually do leave, they're gonna walk by you when you're playing. It's gross, dude. What That's if you true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. I, I, yeah, I feel it. Usually, those folks are in the, the back corner too, so they gotta walk past everybody. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> follow our guidelines. Try to look halfway decent going to casino. Don't stink up the place. Don't act a fool. These are basic. They shouldn't even be, they should be basic rules for being a human being. But for some reason, we have to specify it for a casino because for some reason, people turn to wild animals when they get into the casino. And they Please can't help do us. not use the bathroom at the slot machine. Get up and use the bathroom. It's okay. Yes. Do not soil the seat, especially do not soil the seat if it's the Wizard of Oz game I like. That's or true. The, or the uh, Wheel of Fortune. There's this one with the buffaloes that's roaring around, you know, that Jackie hit the thousand dollars on the ah. buffalo machine. And then there's, you know, the James Bond machine. Man, right. don't stank up the place. Right? <laughs> that's my number one rule. That's where though. Restaurants, if you go out, if you leave your house and you're stanking, it's not cool, right? Get the stank off, right? I'm gonna go to a casino around here. I'm gonna see. How many of these things on the list that I, that I witnessed? I didn't really pay attention to hardcore before. Some of them I have because like you just can't miss it, but some of them I didn't. So next time I'm going to go, I'm going to have this list available for me. And I'll, and I'll go to the casino. We're going to check it out. We're going to see what's good. And we'll see how bad it is. If you go on a Saturday night, you will see all of these things. I, I Only the inappropriate actions won't even be in the garage or the bathroom. It'll be right there at the table next to you at the bar. Somebody reaching right. their hand down somewhere where they shouldn't be. You know, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling <laughs> you, as much as I love the casino, it's like being back in the Middle Ages or something, like barbarians running wild in there, like just crazy, craziness. <laughs> don't need all that. We don't need no. all that. So as much fun as, a, and you know, people who haven't been to a casino probably think, oh, my God, what a terrible experience. Right. It can be, too, if you lose all your money. But like Rose said, what's, what's your rule when you go to the casino? My rule is I have a set amount of money. Uh, that's what I'm going to spend. And that's I consider it a donation. As like, all right, if I spend this money and lose it, I'm supposed to lose it. And if I win, it's a bonus. If not, we're going to have fun losing this money. 
go from there. Well said. That's what everybody should do. That's what all the real casino people do. If you're going to the Mac machine, all right, at the casino, you're already an idiot, right? Because you're going to pay the casino 10 plus dollars for the Mac service charge. Then you're going to pay your bank. You're going to pay your bank for taking it out there. And then you think, oh, 200 more dollars. Then you're going to go back. Oh, no, no. When the cash is gone, it's time to walk. Yep, that's what that's when it starts getting bad. We try to you try to chase the money. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. <clears throat> you ain't gonna win. You ain't want. Hey, hey. That's, hey, that's why Vegas is still in business because the people don't win. They costs win sometimes, but it costs a lot of money for them to win. Costs um, a lot of money to keep all them lights on and pump all that oxygen in. They they're not doing it because they're not making money. That's right. That's right. All them suits De Niro was wearing in every different scene that ain't cheap. Ain't cheap. <laughs> so anybody so has true. any questions, if you listen to this, hit us up. Tell me if we missed any rules. I want to know. I'm sure there's a ton I missed. This was something I thought up while I was out there last night. There's probably more. Help us out. Help us bring civilization to the world, Please. to the United States, Please. to the casino, because people just getting crazy these days. And we got we to gotta reel them back in. Agreed. 100%. Agreed. So. I said, I'm going to go to casino sometime soon. I'll go, I'll make sure you go on a Saturday night. Usually I'll probably go like on a Friday night or something like that and stay away from Saturday nights, but it's okay. We'll go on like a Saturday night and we'll see how bad it is. Let's hopefully, hopefully in Ohio, people will be civilized, but you know better than that. So, and don't be stanking. Not right. I'll make sure I shower for sure. Yeah. Number <laughs> one rule don't be wasted. Don't be stanking. Rule 1A and 1A. <laughs> Agreed. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. All right, Dane, up next. We're, it was a great football weekend. Did yeah. you get a chance to watch any of the games? Oh, man, I was I, I was watching while I was gambling and eating. So I didn't – I watched – I kept watching the Bills-Chiefs game sporadically. Yeah. Uh, watched Rams-Bucks. Uh, seen some a little bit of the games yesterday. You know, obviously, uh, sometimes work gets a little crazy. So, uh, hey – I'm going to get credit where credit's due. I hate it, but I'm opening the floor to you. Who day? What do you got to say? Hey, you know what? The, the Bengals came out and first play of the game, picked off Tannehill. So, all right, it's going to be a good day. They only got a field goal out of it, but at least they got something. So, um, I didn't know how it was going to be with Derrick Henry coming back from injury. I mean, he had a plate and five screws in his foot. So, I didn't expect him to be 100%. You know, but he was out there playing. And so, you know, people talk about, oh, he had surgery out there playing. How many normal individuals will get a surgery where they had a plate and five screws put in their foot and go back out and play a sport way earlier than they're supposed to come back? So, hey, props to him for coming back. I can't say I would have done that, but I was—I didn't know how he would be, and I don't know if he was—if it was the Bengals' defense was that good, kind of keeping him in check, or was he just kind of you know still coming off an of injury? It could have been a little bit of both uh, as far as everything, but I thought the Bengals' defense played well. I thought the Bengals' defense kept him in the ball game uh, for sure. Um, Bengals offense did what they had to do to win. You know, Joe Burrow wasn't bad. You know, Joe Mixon wasn't bad. Um, you know, they had a couple of big players that needed it. And clutch player of the game was McPherson, Money Mac. You know, he went out and said, hey, get ready to win this, get ready to go to the AFC Championship game, went out and kicked a 52-yard field goal, and he's done it pretty much all year, except for that Green Bay game. Other than that, he's been clutch. So I'm not mad. I'm Usually I wouldn't waste a draft pick on a kicker, but – I like it. I like his swagger, and um, I look forward to having him around for a long time. One thing that does worry me, we'll probably get into it a little bit later on, is the fact that they gave, the Bengals gave up nine sacks. So that's tough, especially Barry Burrow coming off the ACL injury. You know, he's moving around better. That is the one thing that worries me when they play the Chiefs. Uh, again, for the second time, is, you know, they're going to be coming. They're putting that pressure on them, and the Bengals' offensive line has been kind of makeshift all year. They haven't been able to stay healthy at all. So, the continuity's tough. They're already they're only like ranked like 20th in the NFL in the first place. So it's not like they're world beaters, but the fact that they always they keep getting hurt and those well, guys were, come they, in. They were ranked 30th in pass win block rate. Yeah. But the guys that come in, the, the the backups haven't really been able to get those good scores. And so they definitely are struggling a little bit. So um that's something Alex, I'm gonna talk about that later. But overall, I'm hyped. City of Cincinnati's hyped, Southwest Ohio's hyped. 
you know, Bengals going to that first AFC championship game since what, 1989 or 1988, whatever it was. So when they lost to the 49ers in the 1990 Super Bowl, right? Which yeah. uh, would be yeah, a Super Bowl 23. Could yeah. get revenge. I, I know. Hey, you know what though? Because the, the Bengals are 0 for 2 in Super Bowls, both losses to the 49ers. So if they could be a rematch one more time, they gotta start, they gotta start leveling up. So I wouldn't be mad to see that matchup again. It'd be pretty cool to see. Paul Brown be down there smiling from up above. Again. That's right. That's right. So you know what, Huda Nation? I'm a hater too. I'm hating. <laughs> I hate it. It sucks. This was supposed to be the Browns year. This was not supposed to be your year. You were supposed to, we were supposed to be in this position. You were supposed to wait your turn. I've been waiting 30 years, 30 years, just like you guys, because that's the last time the Browns were actually a threat. It was 89, I believe, when Bernie Kozar took them. I've seen enough. It was supposed to be our time. Our time. Hey, at least the Bengals were deep. I was of it. I was cheated from it by Stefanski. He cheated me of it. And Andrew Barry and OBJ. You guys cheated me. Cheated me. Yeah. I got nothing else to say. The, the, the Browns, hey, the struggle's real. I don't know. Are they going to start rebuilding? That's me the question. I don't know. Is Baker the quarterback of the future? Because I know for a fact that Joe Burrow is quarterback for the future for the Bengals. And he's going to take them to multiple playoff games and hopefully take them to, more, take them to Super Bowls and lead into some great stuff. He's going to do, uh, do for Cincinnati what LeBron did for Cleveland, maybe. Maybe only maybe. win a couple more. Hey, you should you should have seen all, all the tweets out there, all the neighborhoods around Cincinnati. Say, hey, Burrow's good in our neighborhood. Burrow's good in our, in our neighborhood. Every neighborhood didn't matter where it was. Joe Burrow comes through. He's welcome with open arms. Everybody's a good fan. That's how it goes. I hate all of you, even Lee out in Denver. All right, <laughs> and and we be down there in Dallas. I'm a right. hater. I hate all of you. It's supposed to be my year. Yeah, sorry, man. Hey, things change. It's all good, but. Overall, I want to. I will say I know you get a chance to watch all the games. That this weekend, divisional playoff weekend, was some of the best football games because of how close they were and how each game was won and everything that I've seen. Like, as far as like excitement, close games, down to the wire, pressure situations. You know, I'm not saying they're always the the best or the most well played because the Rams tried to give it away to Tom Brady and the and the Buccaneers because they're up by like. They're up like 20 to three or something like that and started turning the ball over and moving through the third quarter. And you can't get Brady those kind of chances. But ultimately, they pulled it out in the very end. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the future. Aaron Rodgers didn't have the best game um, for Green Bay. I know you're talking about him later on. We'll see what happens to him in the future. He doesn't want to rebuild. We'll see what happens to Brady. I think Brady's contemplating retirement. I don't think Rodgers, I don't think Rodgers talking about retirement, but we just don't know if he'll stay in Green Bay or not. So we'll see what happens there. And um, so, I don't know. I'm looking forward uh, to it. Real quick on this game, 13-10. Not shocked at all. I picked the Niners. I actually went three and one this weekend. I had Niners and Bengals. The Rams Bucks game was the one I wasn't sure of. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's a quarterback driven league, and I couldn't bet against the goat against Matthew Stafford. Right. And this game, I did watch. For, you know, I was watching this game closer than the other ones. Uh, Stafford got it done. Brady almost came back. I'm sitting there at the steakhouse because we left for after the half uh, when it was halftime, and I just couldn't believe that they were coming back. Uh, Brady's the goat, man, and they could especially. I mean, especially I thought he did well getting the ball in the backfield to Fournette, but he did. I mean, he has Mike Evans at number one, but he's being covered by Jalen Ramsey, and they don't really have like a number two. Like they said, there there's always Gronk, but you sit there, you watch Gronk run. Gronk is beat up, yeah, and he's he no wrong. He still catches the ball. But he's not the Gronk of old at all. Like, yeah, he's just he's he's lumbering around. He's not the same player. But if Brady throws it up, like odds are he's going to catch it. But he's yeah. not the threat that he was five years ago at all. Absolutely. You know, and you know, with with Evans being covered by Ramsey, which Evans got the best of Ramsey on some plays, he did well. You know, I just didn't know how. I didn't know if if uh, Brady would have enough firepower to match up with. Um, the Rams, who have plenty of firepower on offense, and Tampa Bay's defense isn't really that great in the passing game. But this was the first time that their that their actual starting defense, the starting eleven, was together the whole season. So yeah. from the time they were named the starters at the beginning of the season, they had all been hurt or whatever. And this is the first time they're all together. So I found that interesting as far as that, and didn't know how didn't know if that was going to be good for them or bad for them because they hadn't really been together or whatever. But you no, know, it all worked out. 
Uh, oh, not not for them. It didn't work out for them. It worked out for the, for the Rams overall. Um, but yeah, the one thing, the one funny thing I thought was Eric Weddle. He's been on, he's been retired for two years. The Rams call him up. Say, hey, we need a safety. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's back. He was he's going. He's in the NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah he's hitting people too. Uh, you know, and then I'm watching on TMZ Beckham out, you know, with his wine glass out in the street for his yep. two matches he contributed, whatever. Hey, okay. So pays him $200 million. I hope it's the Bengals. Hey, all I got to say is the Bengals, after the game, Coach Zach Taylor in the locker room is like, hey, the game balls, they're going to be for the city of Cincinnati. This is great for them. What we're going to do when we go out and celebrate tonight, we're taking the game bars, the game balls to the different establishments, and we're gonna celebrate with the people because the people deserve it. And then you see, um, you see Zach Taylor in like MLTs and Mount Lookout or whatever, giving the game ball to like the owner of MLTs, and everybody's hanging out, having a good time. So I'm pretty sure they did that all over the city. And uh, like I said, the city was crazy. It was exciting, and I look forward to seeing what happens next weekend. He's doing that because next year when Baker continues his uh, term as mayor of Cincinnati, they'll all be calling. It'll be harder for them to call on firing him after he gave everybody a football. So it's smart hey. politics by him. He's Honestly, I, I don't care about the Browns. If the, if the Bengals can beat everybody else to keep winning the division, the Browns keep messing up. It doesn't matter if they what happens when they play the Browns. So who cares? <laughs> who cares? All right. So we'll get to this last one here. Bills, Chiefs, epic game. It was crazy. Uh, luckily, there's TVs all over. I was watching this one at the casino. Bills, 36, Chiefs, 42. The Patrick Mahomes show is real with 13 seconds left when he did I, that. I just couldn't believe it. Travis Kelsey, the Cleveland boy, getting it done. I feel bad for Josh Allen. Josh Allen drove his team down the field, threw a touchdown pass, a great touchdown pass, 13 seconds left. The game should have been over. His defense let him down at the very end. A number one defense let him down. You know what makes me mad about the whole situation? I wanted Josh Allen on draft day. How do I know he's the best quarterback in that draft sitting home on the couch watching football and people who's making tons of money? But I digress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an incredible performance, man. It was. He's just a force of nature. You know what I like about a guy like Josh Allen? Guys with that kind of physical presence can enforce their will on the game. Right? right, that kind of physical and athletic talent. That dude is enormous. He can run. He can he's, launch a mile. Uh, he's he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a Cam Newton, like in Cam Newton's prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of as far I, as that. You know, as far as their athletic ability and their arm strength and everything, like what they're being able, like it's kind of similar. You wouldn't expect it to be similar, but it's kind of similar, like what they're bringing to the table. Better arm. They're real. They're similar in a lot of ways, but Allen's got a lot, lot better arm. Yeah, Allen. Allen has the arm strength on him for sure. Yeah. As big as Cam Newton was, arm strength really wasn't his thing, but, he, you know, but yeah. uh, Allen and Mahomes, Mahomes is just special. I mean, uh, what, what can you say that everybody else hasn't said about him? I think he's past Aaron Rodgers already, and we'll get into that, but people always compare him to Aaron Rodgers as a great talent. He done past that dude already. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just Aaron Rodgers, he, Aaron Rodgers is talented for sure. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is actually still learning how to play the game mentally that's the scary part he's just doing it on talent arm talent wise like his arms as strong as brett Favre's, you know as far as like arm strength you know let think about this for a minute the packers had far followed by aaron Rodgers for a huge period of time and only won two super bowls right and we'll get into our picks but i'll just say it now i got chiefs winning it all and uh if he wins two already out of three in a row, he's done already past all them dudes. He's already he's already creeping up behind the Brady's and the Otto Grams and the guys who've won tons of titles. But and, and and the main difference is though is he's been the one that's the catalyst behind it. He's like throwing the offense oh, yeah. on his back. You know, like Brady, his first few Super Bowls, it was a defense. He was more of like a game manager in my opinion, and he was led by their defense in the running game or whatever. And he's like, hey, don't wreck the car. You know, now after the, after probably like the, the third Super Bowl, I guess probably after the second Super Bowl, then it's like, okay, we're starting to let you have it, take it over, run the show. And then later on, it was all him. You well, know, but, funny. you bring up a good point because in the early days, it was an elite defense that won the Belichick defense with great players like Brewski and Rayborn. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, the big dude that's always on NFL Network channel stole a couple of million from the Browns. Damn, Willie McGinnis. Oh, yeah. Those type of guys, you know, that were balling out for the Patriots. Uh, 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but Brady, like you said, was the offense. He's also the all-time leading passer now. I think that's going to be hard to beat, even though it's an offensive league now. You got to remember guys like Rodgers and stuff were playing when the lit rules were a little different. He's right. definitely quarterback friendly now. They can chuck the ball over. Nobody's going to hit them. Nobody can hit the receivers. Receivers don't have to be scared at all. Like, I feel like you'd be running for days. You don't have to worry about a, a safety taking your head off. No Steve Atwater's out there that's going to come up and – you know, decapitate you pretty much. You know, you have you have no fear going across the middle. And I'm happy for that. I mean, I don't believe, you know, you know, the rules are definitely for the better. Uh, but I well, I think they've taken it too far, but hitting the defenseless players over the middle full speeds probably got wasn't a good thing to get rid of. Guys are too much bigger and stronger and faster nowadays, too. So but without getting into all that, hell of a weekend. So let's get into our picks, man. We're going to go NFC first. We got 49ers at Rams. The Rams, I don't believe, have beat the 49ers since 2018. I'll go first. I got Niners in this game. Uh, they remind me of the six-seed uh, Pittsburgh Steelers that won the Super Bowl. You know, barely made it in the playoffs, but we're hitting on all cylinders. Uh, Garoppolo sucks. Jimmy G sucks. All you Browns fans out there that uh, think Jimmy G's the answer, uh, move yeah, out. Jimmy G's not the answer. You do not watch football, and you need to leave the state and put poison in people's mind. Tony Grossi, I got you in mind. But uh, <laughs> Bengals and Chiefs, right? Uh, go ahead with your 49ers Rams pick. Honestly, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I think Matthew Stafford's come a long way. I think that it's his time to shine. I think that the Rams defense can hold can hold hold down the the 49ers. Debo Samuel, we'll see we'll see what, how injured he is going into that game. I know he was hurting pretty good in this in this past game. Whatever he hurt, he was in a lot of pain. He was in and out of the lineup, so I'll, it'll be interesting to see that. I think that the Rams defense is good enough to cause some turnovers of Jimmy G. Um, they just can't allow the 49ers to control the ball on offense. So if they can stop the Niners running game, I think that. Um, I think that the Rams can definitely torch the Niners defense. It will they also have to keep the Niners um pass rush in check because that is their their strength is their front seven. So they need it's, it's the Niners front seven versus the throwing ability of the Rams. And um, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I, I think I'm going with the Rams. I think I'm gonna trust Matthew Stafford. I, I trust him over Jimmy G. Well, I can I agree, and I'll tell you this: it's quarterback-driven league, and in my opinion, Jimmy G's by far the worst quarterback out of these four. Yeah, by far, came close. I just think the Niners team is just one of those teams that just beat you up both sides of the ball. They're built for playoff football. All Jimmy G's got to do is not screw it up, and he tried to screw it up against Dallas, throwing a dumb interception. That's how awful this dude is. I can quarterback this team probably. That's how good they are. Hey, one thing that. One thing Jimmy G is probably happy about because his past start in Green Bay, um, it was his first start where at kickoff the temperature was below forty degrees. Can you imagine? Yeah, I gotta give him. Yeah. So he's probably happy that his next game's in L.A. I call that a lucky career because you know, we've played in our first share cold games. No doubt. Yeah. So uh, okay, Bengals at Chiefs. I already told you who I was going with because I told you to win the Super Bowl. I think that's a tough call for me over the 49ers. I, I can't bet against Mahomes. They score too easy against everybody. Uh, who you got? I'm going to be a homer. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals over the Chiefs. They're gonna beat them again this year. Hey, Tyron Matthew, he was out concussion protocol. We'll see what happens there. Hopefully the Bengals can contain their um, the Chiefs' defensive line. But if it's the Bengals' receivers against the Chiefs' secondary, I'm taking the Bengals' receivers all day because there's too much talent all over the field to stop them. So Joe Burrow's going to have a field day. It might be a shootout. Hopefully not too much. I hope that they can get the running game going, to be honest with you. But the Bengals had the playmakers on the outside to, um, to I think, beat the Chiefs one more time. Yeah, Chiefs offense is hitting on all cylinders. I think the Bengals have the talent to get after Mahomes. They, they're built to be fast. Yep. Uh, they, they, they come at you from a lot of different angles. I still think it's – I think to beat the Chiefs, you have to score more than 35 points. Burroughs has to go in this game thinking he has to score 35 points at least to beat this team. And they can't turn the ball over. They, they don't need Arrowhead. They don't need the stadium against them either. They need to keep the stadium quiet. Sure. And isn't that crazy to say that? Usually when you use a stat like this, like in the NBA does that a lot, you need to score this many points to beat this team. Just right. With the, you, with the Chiefs, it's true. Yeah, they're going to get this many points. 
you got to score this many to win. You know that going in. I think it's you look at the Chiefs the same way. You ain't scoring 35 points, you ain't winning that game. Well, things the Chiefs had to kind of redefine themselves too. Because before they were just, you know, beating everybody over top until everybody started running a, like a, a deep Tampa two or cover two defense. Like, no, you're not going to just get big plays on us. And so they had to kind of change how their offense was and start like dinking and ducking down the field a little bit and kind of reinvent themselves. So that's why I think they ran the, a few roadblocks earlier in the season. They had to figure out their new identity. But now I think they kind of got it. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah, who day all day. For picks, he's got who day. We both actually took different teams. So, and in our picks, we actually did last week. So, like you said, you missed one game right this weekend when you were picking. Yep. And the week before, uh, you missed two. I got one. I'm up on you one, but it looks like you can gain that back this weekend because we both got different picks. So, here we go. Now's time. <laughs> now's time. So, yeah, obviously my my pre my pre uh, preseason prediction of the uh the cardinals and the bills going to super bowl it's not happening so obviously we're coming back through these playoff picks and hopefully i can redeem myself from my earlier uh, earlier screw-ups you never take the cowboys in the playoffs we should be tied right now you when's i know you never know. take the cowboys in the playoffs i know they just laid a complete i don't even want to talk about it <laughs> all right <laughs> i love it by the way um <laughs> So real quick, that's our picks, but I can't contain my excitement about the Cavs, the biggest shock of the league this year, other than maybe Memphis. Memphis. Hey, you, and you're loving Kevin Love, too. You're back on the Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah, I'm loving me some Kevin Love, man. I told you he'd come back around. <laughs> so the Cavs are fifth in the East right now. They're 28 and 19. They're on it. They're uh, the toughest part of their schedule is already done. They started the year with that long West Coast trip. You know, everybody's had players out for COVID, but the Cavs were hit pretty bad by the COVID. So, uh, right. they obviously, you know, lost some games because of that. They could argue, You could argue they won some, too. That's why I don't go into that too much. The ESPN Power Rankings have them at 11. NBA.com has them at 8. Offensive efficiency, they're 14th. Defensive efficiency, they're number 3. Their net rating is 4. 4 in the NBA right now. Garland averaging 19.8, 8.1 assists. Get on right now and vote for Garland in the All-Star game. The game's in Cleveland. I will admit that I was 100% wrong on this dude. He's balling. I love it. He's 91% from the free throw line, doing big things. Jared Allen, 16.3 points, 11 rebounds, blocking stuff, holding it down, right? Just balling, right? He should be in the All-Star game. Evan Mobley is your rookie of the year. Seven foot, 15 points a game, 8.1 rebounds, leads the team in blocks, 1.7. Impact rookie, best rookie by far. I'm glad we got him. Cavs basketball's back. Cleveland basketball is back. I'm hyped. I'm going to go to a game in Cleveland. You know, not just one out here on the East, couple out here on the East like I try to do. I'm going to get back to the land. I got to go to a game. Hey, let me know when you do because I've never I've never been to an NBA game. I want to go. So when you do that, keep me posted. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, definitely want to go. I kind of want to go in the, you know, as much as I love it, every time I go back to Cleveland and get in that weather, it makes me realize like, yeah, I'm, every time I'm always talking about going back, I get out there outside by the lake. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I'm good. I like visiting, but that's why I'm gonna try to make this a March game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Probably smart. Probably smart. It's not good. Right. So I just had to bring that up. Beat the Brooklyn Nets at home with Kyrie and Harden on uh, on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. They went six and one on that road trip. They did lose to the Bulls, who's up there, but it doesn't matter. You can't win them all. Uh, they got the Knicks tonight. The Knicks suck. They always suck. They always have sucked. I expect to get that done tonight. We do have threats in the Bucks, Nets, Bulls, and Sixers. I see as the threats because you know the Sixers are going to trade Simmons and get something in return. But that's my Cavs talk for the week. Go Cavs. Dane's back on the Cavs bandwagon, back on the Kevin Love bandwagon, back on the Darius Garland bandwagon. He had hopped off and kicked into the curb for a minute, wanted to ship him out. Now he's back. He's in love with them. And, um, hey, he's rocking the Cavs gear. Rocking the Cavs gear. He's back. I was a mistreated lover. I've always loved him. <laughs> All right, what we got? What we got? We got rapid fire? 
Yes, we do. So we're going to have rapid fire casino edition. That's right. right. We're on see, the see casino check. All right. I think I'm ready. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. Slots or table games? For me, table games. I have terrible luck with slots. I never went on them, ever. You, you, you win them all the time, not me. I, just I don't know. Money. I do. I matched bet all of them, too. I was running $12 a spin, but if yeah, you do that, I, I can't do it, man. I, I have never won anything on a slot machine at all. Like, I mean, I just don't say they're playing enough, but I just can't do it. I've always had better luck at table games. You know what? I'm one of the conspiracy theorists, so I never get the casino cards. I did I did get the – well, I was at the Hard Rock at Fort Lauderdale earlier this year, and I did get the card. Yeah. You know, I gamble enough for a free round of drinks there. We were just there a couple hours. But uh, last night, I definitely should have got the card because we were doing some spending. Because <laughs> every time you win, you know, you just keep putting the money in. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, he, and then you broke even, right? Uh, after Jack, yeah, we played a lot. Uh, yeah. Even though Jack hit that thousand and as much as we were winning at times, Oh man, probably left up maybe 300, 400 bucks. But right. hey, if you leave up, it's a good thing. You leave up though, hey, it's a positive. So hey, that's that. for my steak dinner. Right, exactly. For a meal. So exactly. yeah. So it's a good night. Anytime you get your meal paid for, expensive one like that, it's a good day. It's definitely. All right, pay for the drinks too. We're good. Uh, in the casino, you drink a beer or you drink in the mixed drinks? Oh, mixed drinks, no doubt. Thank you. Out. Hey, big, hey, big shot, especially in Vegas. Drinks are free. Lean on table games. Hey, keep them coming. Keep the tips going. Hey, I'm drinking pinkies out, throwing craps, playing blackjack. Doesn't matter. Mixed drinks all day. Hey, you got to get the pinky ring going. That's right. Hey, <laughs> sports betting in the casino or would you do it on the app? I'd probably just do it on the app, to be honest with you. Right. I don't need to be sitting in the casino watching it. Like, if you're watching maybe, like, the first – the first couple of days of NCAA tournament, that'd be kind of cool if you're in like the sports book like that. But other than that, I'm good. So the Wind Creek just put in an awesome sports betting room. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty awesome. I'm with you. I'm just doing it on the app. All right. Uh, valet parking or you hitting the parking deck yourself? Oh, valet, 100%. I'm not messing with that. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go in and kick it. Hey, we're yeah, going to valet park it. Let them park it. I'll get it later. I ain't worried about it. Degrees here yesterday. Hell yeah, we're doing holiday parking. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Uh, so you're getting a dinner plate? All right, this will be us in Vegas. So I got to ask this. This is more of a Vegas question because a lot okay. of places don't have the buffet. Dinner plate or the buffet? I'm actually concerning the COVID and stuff. I don't know if Vegas still does the buffet. But if you That's had true. the choice pre-COVID, you're getting the dinner, you're getting the buffet. All right, pre-COVID in Vegas, a buffet. I'm not a buffet dude. Normally, I'm going to take the dinner plate, but in Vegas, I go buffet. But if it was anywhere else, dinner plate for sure. Not mess with buffet anywhere else. I'm going to have to try to get to Vegas this year. I know it's still mass everywhere and stuff, and Vegas is still pretty strict with everything. Right. What did we say? It's Get Big 2022, and I need that casino buffet. <laughs> yeah man give me them crab legs crab legs lobster legs all kinds of legs turkey legs i don't care what kind of legs they're gonna be there it's gonna be good it's gonna lazy. Be like lambs what else are legs? turkey chicken legs turkey legs yeah crab legs all kinds of legs yeah, i can see it you're gonna go you're gonna go ham on it it's gonna be great you keep the cards man just keep them yeah just come <laughs> on man get my money's worth all right, so there's our quick rapid fire casino edition. Oh, uh, I like it. I'm, see, now I'm, I'm gonna have to go to casino. I'm not really a big gambler, but just just because just because of these topics, I'm gonna have to go to casino. Play the new Wizard of Oz machine. You bring Elena with you. It's got this huge strip machine. It actually has like a couch seating, so you so she can sit with you while you play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, hey, I'll probably I'll probably let her play, and I'll sit because she has way better luck on slot machines than I do. And yeah. it's pretty cool because there's like a giant TV up top and the one down big screen below. Yeah. And if you get the spin, the munchkins start coming down and they fall down with bonus money. And the munchkins just bringing you cash. Bringing you cash. All right, bringing oh. you cash. Why not be bringing me cash? So we'll try it out. We'll see what's good. I like to say, I'll have Elena play. She has better luck than I do on slot machines. All right. Yep. But you can watch right there. Good machine. I, I'm, all, I'm all about it. All right. So what we got next? What? Get real or Dane? Dane, who's getting real? Who's getting real? You're getting real on. What's going on? 
oh, I hate to do this because everybody's doing it, but I'm going to do it. Aaron Rodgers, get real. All right. No more of this. You're the best, all this stuff like that, man. I, I, you're, you're good, but what defines greatness in all pro sports? What are you remembered for, especially at the quarterback position? You're remembered for championships. He does have the one. One does not put you in elite company, right? Nowadays, everybody gets stats, right? I mean, Eli you Manning has two. Home. Eli Manning has two. Hey, Eli <laughs> has two. Yeah, that's right. And one of them was as a sixth seed, right? Right. So, Sorry, give me the interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, and you know who he beat twice? He beat oh, yeah, Brady. Twice. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, so Peyton Manning, he's got two. Even though his second one, he did nothing. It was basically defense won it for him. Actually, you could argue in 2006, he didn't do jack squat against the Bears defense. And his defense oh. with uh, jacked up Sanders at safety, like putting some pipes out there. Shutting stuff down. So basically, Peyton Manning's got two rings based on his defensive team's performance, right? Right. He had those DNs too, remember? So oh, yeah, Freeney and uh, Matthews or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was serious, right? So you know, Rogers isn't just another guy, right? He's a special talent. He's won a lot of games, but talking all that stuff about the last dance and all that stuff, I see on Twitter someone said it was more like instead of Jordan and Pippen, it was more like Harden and Westbrook. <laughs> So haters everywhere. There's haters everywhere. Oh God! Always haters. Always haters. Hey, so get real, Aaron Rodgers. I I hope you come back and prove everybody wrong. Maybe you come to the Browns, win us a Super Bowl. That takes you to a whole new stratosphere of legendary. Come on to Cleveland. You can bring the receivers you want. Let's get with that defense we got. We'll get it done, and I'll forgive everything. Didn't you hear him say before that he's not doing any kind of rebuilding projects? The Browns yeah, will be a rebuilding project. He basically, by saying that, he's telling Green Bay he's gone because they're $45 million over the cap or something like that. Right. $40 million over the cap. He has a cap hit next year of $46 million. Guess what that means? Not going to work. The not math work. is going to add up. Not going to work. <laughs> going to be a 49er or a Brown or a Steeler or something like that. All right. Well, hey, Dale, you're a little bit, you're a little bit calmer with this get real. I, I didn't know if you are going to start like, uh, you know, Dane's popping out or anything, so – I'm emotionally invested in this one, like the Cavs or the Browns or something like that. But I, right. I feel like it, it needed to be said, like a lot of people saying today. You know, people love Aaron Rodgers, say how great he is. At the end of the day, it's about championships, man. I'm sorry. You scored 10 points at home. You scored a yeah. touchdown on the opening drive and then scored another thing, another touchdown the rest of the game. The 49ers are your daddy. They're 4-0 against you. Uh yeah, it is what it is, man. You you can't be one of the all-time greats if you only got one Super Bowl. You can't. Yeah. He, he owns the Bears. The Niners own him. So Who doesn't own the Bears? The Browns beat the Bears. Nobody cares about the Bears. Actually, the Bengals lost to the Bears. They shouldn't no one's been. cared about the Bears since Michael Jordan was on Saturday Night Live with Farley. That's the last time someone cared about the Bears, right? <laughs> probably true. For That's ben probably true. Fields. Well, we already talked about this. He, he could have been killed this year playing for Chicago. So, you know, I, I don't even want to hear about it. Good, I'm glad Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. So does everybody else. <laughs> Seeing the people getting killed, we're talking about the mess with your money with Rel. This segment, <laughs> I'm talking about Mike Brown, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the offensive line. Because the offensive line against the Tennessee Titans this past weekend gave up nine sacks to the Tennessee Titans. So Burrow's getting hit. That's not even talking about how much he was rushed or how much pressure he's under the whole time, how much pressure he's been under all year. They, you know, they've been, like I said before, maybe top 20 in their offensive line, but they've been hurt, but their backups have been really been struggling. And, you know, Joe Burrow is extra swaggy. You know, he's proven himself to be the right leader for the Bengals. He's got into the ASC championship game, have, you know, has visions of hopefully going to the Super Bowl, changing things in the city, changing the thoughts about the team. This guy is the quarterback of the future. The Bengals need to protect him. I do think that they tried drafting different offensive linemen previously. I think they missed. So I don't know if it was a scouting issue or if it was a coaching development issue. So I know this past year they got a new offensive line, a new offensive line coach. So I think he's done pretty well with what he's had. But I think the struggle is still real with just the talent that's there, and they don't have a lot of veterans that are there. So well, it ain't a scouting even, issue, right? Because Mike Brown doesn't pay for a scouting department. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So I mean. The fact that they've gotten this far, 
I mean, it's probably practically a miracle. But that's what that's what I said. They need to invest in their offensive line. I think they do. They did get the right coaches out there. I do like him. I think he's he's been well known. I think they got him from the Jets before, and they can run the ball. Their offensive line was solid or whatever. So that's my that's my message money rail because you can't afford for Joe Burrow to have another torn ACL or end up with herniated disc in his back or whatever kind of other injuries that are out there. It's going to cut short his career. He is your future. Invest in him. Invest protecting him. You know, you have a window right now before he get before he's going to have to get a large contract. Two to three years, these are the times that the Bengals need to go ahead and take care of everything while they can before they fork over the money to keep him in town and they won't be able to disperse it throughout the rest of the team. And then that's when you see Mike Brown get really cheap. So I uh, think Burroughs is really fortunate this week, too, because I thought they had the best draw. Even though the Titans defense is awesome, you got to play against. Oh, two. yeah, yeah. No, I, I was out of any other plan. I was not mad they're playing the Titans. So I, you know, seeing the Bills and the Chiefs. They're they're for real for sure. I do not want to see play Buffalo in Buffalo. But you're calling Burroughs unseating Mahomes is the unquestioned man. Did right. he play a full season last year? If he beats the Chiefs this weekend, there'll be pandemonium. Pandemonium on the shows in the streets. It'll be big time. OTRs will be crazy. The banks will be crazy. Every neighborhood in Cincinnati is going to be getting crazy. It's all good. Joe Burrow, hey, leading the charge, bringing it back to the nasty. Who day? What's up? That's right. So, other than that, Dane, what do you got, man? Got anything else for us? Oh, go Cavs. Go <laughs> Cavs. As always, hit us up on our social media. Hit Dana at DDeMayo on Twitter. Hit me at Franchise1122. We're on Facebook. Always relevant. You can find us there. You find um, us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You can, you can look at the podcast or listen to the podcast directly on Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube. As always, Dan's going to be cheering for the Cavs. He's going to be cheering for the Browns. He's going to be cheering for the Bengals here soon. Who day for next week in the bank for the Bengals in the AFC Championship game? Hopefully, I'll be celebrating the Bengals going to the Super Bowl uh, coming up. So we're excited. We're hyped. We hope you are too. We're glad to be back, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs>